episode 317. And we have two very important topics to discuss today. Number one, 10.5 million AAV for Rasmus Dahlin. And number two, Sabres are planning to keep ticket sales in-house this year. Good day, Craig. <laughs> Good morning. Ticket sales in-house. How do you do that? Well, I like the I like the thought. I like hey, the thought, but yeah. how do you do that? Well, you have to beg. But before we get to that, I can't believe that it's September already. September, the U.S. Open training camp, it all kind of ties together. We do have listeners, by the way, that uh, have asked about Formula One conversation, but we're not going to get into that today. We do have a special announcement, though. We have signed a partnership agreement with Salino Law, a big-time hockey family. Sports fans, yeah. Sports fans all over New York, MSG. They are, more importantly than all of that, they're after the whistle fans. So thank you to them. Sorry for doing all the talking, Craig. And a reminder there, Petey, if you do need a personal injury attorney, call Selena Law Firm at 800-555-5555. There you go. Way to represent. Speaking of fives. 10.5 10.5 is the rumor for Rasmus Dahlin's AAV on an eight-year deal. 10.5. 10.5. We'd heard... Just went up 500 grand. Well, did did it? I mean, I guess the reports were in and around 10 million, right? Mm-hmm. That was yep. the, about months ago that that was the deal that was apparently a done deal. Back Back three months ago, we were all talking about this. Many outlets were talking about this um we talked about 9.5 remember that we said man if we can get rasmus Dahlin down at 9.5 for eight years that would be the grand slam it would be an unbelievable that was a dream number that was a dream number um then you hear um a 10 million dollar salary come out for eight years and you know it it did not bother me whatsoever 10 million nine five not a big deal when you're dealing with a, a the type of player that Rasmus Dahlin is. Now, you're telling me here today that it's 10 and a half. It's going to be 10 and a half. Well, I'm not telling you that. that I'm telling you that's what I've heard. I've okay. heard from a, from a reliable source that okay. for, maybe for some reason hasn't been announced yet. Things that we've discussed, probably a training camp surprise, or you know, I still don't know why it's not announced. It's it's it, I I don't see the reasoning for it. If you can explain that to me, then I, I don't have an answer for that. All I know is that I was told that it, it's going to be ten point five. Now, if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. Yeah, but I'm and telling your, you, that, and your thought at a ten and a half million dollar salary, I wasn't surprised. But we had talked numbers. We talked nine, nine, five, ten. You know, because of comparables. I mean. Mm-hmm. Just earlier this morning, you went through a bunch of defensemen that he's ranked behind in the top 10. He's seventh. And I don't know how many $10 million defensemen are in there. Not too many. Kale McCarr, nine. Adam Fox is making nine and a half. Miro Heiskanen is 8.45. Victor Hedman, 7.8. 
Roman Yossi is 9.1-ish. Uh, Charlie McAvoy is 9-5. Those are, those are the six defensemen on the NHL top defenseman list. Those are the, those are the six defensemen above him. I don't think he should be making more than him than those guys are. Few of them anyway, especially seeing that this, just because the salary cap's going up. Yeah. Well, listen, I mean, no you can disrespect say that. to his no disrespect to his game, but I guess maybe I would have liked a little more of a hometown discount when it comes to and is that a hometown discount to you? Ten points. Buffalo. What do you mean a hometown discount? It's Buffalo. It's not Dallas. It's not Tampa Bay. It's not Nashville. It's not Boston. It's not New York City. It's not Colorado. It's Buffalo. Does he hold and that for, over their head in a negotiation? No, this- I'm just, all I'm saying is for, for, but any Sabres hockey player is not sitting there thinking that, listen, I love it here. This is paradise. I will give you a hometown discount because the taxes are fantastic where I'm living. And and quite frankly, Buffalo is not Boston or New York City or Colorado. These are just six players that are uh, above Rasmus Dahlin. There's going to be no hometown discount for any Buffalo hockey player because Buffalo is not, I hate to say it, and the people that listen the Buffalo fans, I think they understand it. They may not like to hear it, okay? But they well, understand I, it that Buffalo is not a desired. Okay. So let me give you my definition in the, of hometown in the NHL. discount, please. If I may give, because Pittsburgh is none of those places either. And Crosby and Malkin, yeah, maybe Malkin. Malkin probably could have made more than 9.5. But I think Crosby could have made a lot more than 8.7 on that yeah, deal. That yeah, he could have. So, he definitely could So have. when I say hometown discount, I guess it's just like... Um, being the face of the franchise because Tate Thompson can do whatever he wants and all these other guys can do whatever they want. But Darlene was drafted first overall first as a generational talent defenseman. He'll always be the face of the franchise, in my opinion, for a long time. Okay. Right. So to me, that's hometown discount. It's, do you want to win here? Do you want to be the key piece here? Do you want to be the star defenseman here? You know, do you need the 10, five or will you take the 9.75 so that, we can have a little bit of room in a few years. That seven fifty will come in handy at the trade deadline, mm-hmm. you know. So I guess I look at it. That that's way. your that's your thought for Darlene. That's that's what you think he should have. You you think no, that you're, I, you're, let me no, clarify. No, no. Fine with ten five. I'm fine with ten no, five. No, no. Hold I just, on. I understand it. I just had wished that it would Hold be on. lower, and I gave you my reason. You why. wish it would be lower to give a hometown discount, and you mentioned none other than Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Here's the thing. That organization won three Stanley Cups. You have a team that Darlene's played for that hasn't made the playoffs in 12 years. You think he's going to sit down and give a hometown discount? No. Might help them make the playoffs. Uh, get out of that oh, drought. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's okay. going to help make the playoffs. Is, right. uh, he's going to take a hometown discount okay, to stay fine, in Buffalo. Fine. fine. Let me. Let me Come apologize on. for the hometown it's a, discount listen, train of thought. It was just a train of yeah, thought. That's all it. it was. It's not I my know. opinion. It's just a train of thought. Yeah. Okay. You probably could have, you probably would have sat here and been fine with a little bit more. I'm totally, I'm totally, I'm totally fine with ten and a half million dollars for Erasmus Stalin for eight years, because I know this, that in, in um, three, 
four years from now, the $83.5 million salary cap in the NHL is going to be $10 million higher. It's going to be 92, 93, 94 million. Okay. That's what we do know in four years from now. It's projected to go that high. So a $10.5 million salary right now, currently. Okay. And in four years from now, is not going to be as it's a free, big. It's a free player. It's it's not going to be as big in four years. Okay. It's a big contract right now. He is out um, finance, Kale McCarr, Fox, Heiskanen, Hedman, Yossi, McAvoy, McAvoy Petrangelo, Hughes, uh, Morrissey, Ta- uh, Taves, Slavin, Hamilton, Lindholm, Burns, Sergachev, and I was going to say Dowdy, but that's not the case. He's making 11 schmilly. Any thought on what this does for Owen Power? I think it's going to be a lot tougher situation for them to sign Owen Power to a contract because Owen Power was drafted where, Pete? Petey? Number one. Number one overall, okay? And everybody sits here and they talks about who, whose, team, whose team is it? I get your point. Rasmus Dahlin's team. It's his team because he was drafted first overall. And, um, you know, an incredible talent. And I just think that, I think that Owen Power is is in a thought process. And, and believe me, I don't know the kid. Never even talked to him. I'm just talking from what I feel in a young man's head like him. That, am I always going to be number two? Am I always going to be the number two? Is this going to be my what's, team? What's wrong with that? Why Why doesn't he just take that spot, take his eight, nine million bucks a year and be grateful the pressure's not all on Why him? should he be making eight, nine? Because it's going to be a second contract. I, I mean, I said before, get them both under, eh, I said get them both under so 19. Do you want to bridge Owen Power? Thinking. Do you want Pardon? to bridge him? Do you want to bridge Owen Power or do you want to sign him to an eight-year contract? Today? If the Darlene deal is real, eight year, eight years. At what? At how much? I don't know. It's going to be impossible to sign him to that without getting the number up higher. He's going to be in. He's going to be at nine. What's his yeah. earning potential? What's his earning potential in three years from now? Well, if the cap goes up that much and he performs at the same level as Darlene, you're looking yep. at a ten and a half, eleven. Eleven million dollar guy, yeah. So well, and if he does, if he signs a bridge deal for three years and then and then has a great year, I mean, he's going to use Darlene as an example. The cap's going to be higher than it was, and he's going to want more percentage, and he's going to be maybe at twelve million. I guess. I guess the way I look at it is, do you are you in a situation with Owen Power that you're always going to be number two? That's that's the first number. The, the second thing, when you go to sign a contract, you're always going to be compared to the Darlene contract. You can't make more than him because he's making 10 five and he's our number one guy. It's there's always going to be, he's always going to be in a situation. And we're talking about a freak athlete, a massive, massive kid. Okay. With length and skating and hockey IQ and, and skill set that you don't see in a six foot six body. You don't know what this kid's going to be like in three years from now. 
He could be the best defenseman in the NHL. We do not know. But my question is, will he be ever be able to get to that level being on a team that's behind Darlene? And the answer is no, because who plays in the first power play? Darlene. And when you're talking elite, when you're talking Kale McCarr, when you're talking Fox, Heiskanen, Yossi, McAvoy, Carlson, Petrangelo, Morrissey, Hamilton, they're all the number well, do you one you ever see guys. a perfect world where they're both on the power play? Why do you got to have a four? Why do you have to have four forwards? I don't understand this. Why can't you just have the power and Dalingo? Why can't they? I don't understand that. Uh, well, I, I would ask you only one question. I would ask you only one question, and it's probably going to take you a little bit of Why time. Why are you asking me? You play power play in the NHL on defense. Why are you okay. asking me the question? I'm going to ask, ask yourself you a question. The... What is the team in the NHL that uses two defensemen on the power play? It's going to take some time, um, but you won't find one. Yeah, you know Why? Because you have too many egos up front, you have to please probably. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, oh, fuck. If that's the real reason, then that's just absolute horseshit. Sorry. It's true. In, re in reality, um, you have a quarterback defenseman that plays the top of an umbrella. That's Darlene. And there's there's not too many um players in the league that are better than him at that. There's there's very few. You could probably think of maybe three. Okay. Um Owen Power will never be in a situation to be that guy. He will never be in the situation to be that guy. And, and I think it's not even about earning potential because the kid's going to make an absolute shit bomb of money. Like he is going to make a ton of money in his NHL career because he's a freak. He is a freak genetic, you know, hockey player. And, the biggest thing is is for for maybe not at the at the age of Owen Power because he's probably not thinking about it, but legacy, what you leave behind. Do you want to be a guy who's just a really awesome defenseman that is the second guy on a team? I have a question. Or does, does he want to be the guy on his own team? Well, how much of that also comes down to winning also, and just to maybe accept like I don't even want to go down that path because I have another question for you. Do you think the Sabres could ever get stupid enough to offer him an eight-year deal at $9 million per year? Okay, can you... Did you just say stupid? Hey, would that be stupid for the would Sabres? Would that be stupid? I'm, I'm asking you. Do you think I'm, it's stupid? Well, I'm asking you. Would it? Um, <clears throat> Sorry, do you think negotiations could ever get to a point where it could be stupid enough that he could be on an eight times nine million dollar deal. I think I think you get I think if if you do not sign Owen Power this year to a contract, okay, whether it's a bridge deal or a long-term deal, I think you're setting yourself up um for a real big kick in the pants. The kid's gonna be uh 21 years old, turning 22 at the end of, of the season. He is um, going to be more confident in this play. The team is going to be better. I think everything better. bodes well for Owen Power moving forward. If you, if, if you Owen Power explodes, that deal? hold on. If Owen Power explodes, 
and has himself a season. Like, I mean, really has himself a season. I think you're, I, I mean, I think you're really, really in a tough situation signing that kid. Cause he's, he's going to sit there and go, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm turning 22. I am, I am going to be a top five defenseman in the NHL. I'm six, six, 220 pounds. I skate like the wind. He's got offense, defense. He's got everything. Owen power sits in a situation where he he's um, he's holding a lot of the cards for himself right now. And it's, it's, it's going to be his choice and what he wants to do where things get fuzzy is where you enter an agent or an agency. If you have an agency, that's a big swing and Dick agency. Those guys want players that are market setters. Do you understand? They want Darlene's because they're market setters. Owen power could be the next defenseman to open up the market is what I'm saying. Well, if that's, what's holding that contract back, that's where the disappointment lies. But we've talked about that several times. Another thing we've talked about several times is Sabres season tickets and selling them to road teams. And by road teams, you know, we're talking more of the original six. You have a lot of Boston fans. Yeah, Toronto like Maple Leafs and Montreal Canadiens. A freaking joke. Montreal Canadiens and definitely the Toronto Maple Leafs being the number one culprit in this discussion. So what, what happens in this situation? What does the team want to do? Well, they want to keep tickets in house, and I, I don't how know do how you do they... that. Check the area code. Well, you can check where the, area the calls code are coming calls. from. You can encourage season ticket holders to not sell the tickets to Leaf fans. Good one. Okay, that's not uh, happening. You can encourage season ticket holders to sell the tickets back to the team, maybe, and have them sell them back to Saber fans who want to go and watch a Saber Leaf game. I. Yeah. You know, this is this is something they've tried to do in lots of different markets. And I think they were successful during the playoffs with some of the teams that were trying to do it. But what people don't understand when they hear this is that if you have two season tickets to to all 41 home games, I think you have what, two Leaf games in there? Yep. Those tickets, you can sell those for 500 bucks American probably to a couple of... Canadians that have to spend a thousand dollars on two tickets to go and see the Leafs play, mm -hmm. you know, plus they come down, they get hotel, they get, they go for wings. I mean, they make a night of it mm -hmm. and then they come in the thousands. Well, listen, I mean, you're, it's, it's very difficult to stop this. Number one, the team, I like where their head's at. I don't know who's sitting at the Knights of the Round Table discussing these things on, hey, it's the 2023-24 season, and what can we do better? Well, the first thing should be talking about those tickets going to Montreal fans and Toronto fans, because it's disgusting as a Sabres fan to sit there and watch a building be filled with another um, you know, fan base. It's, it's awful. So I love, I absolutely love that the Sabres are at least bringing this up. We're going to check, we're going to check the area codes, who's calling in, you know, all this kind of stuff. Try and sell as many tickets to the 716 people here in Buffalo. Okay. Here's the second part. 
it's very difficult because you have you have fans that buy seasons tickets and they can make a ton of money on a on a small amount of games a ton of money they go and pay for their ultimately their all their tickets the 41 games they just go and sell seven games and it pays or 10 games and it pays for all of them how are you how are you not going to do that How are you not going to do that? But at the same time, when it irritates the real fan base, it comes down to the Sabres fans, season ticket holders, selling their tickets to Toronto and Montreal fans. And yes, you're getting yourself a shit ton of money and paying your tickets, but it's also, it's also, you know, as a former player that has seen this, and and not only here in Buffalo, it's not just here in Buffalo, it's in other markets. Okay, it's awful as as a as a hockey player to see that on on any given night where you walk, you you come out of those uh, that gate and jump on the ice, and you're basically being booed because you're jumping on the ice. Well, in your I, own listen, rink. I've Saber fans travel well. And there have yeah, been some do. games. There have been some games where you go on the ice and you're just kind of like, "Holy shit, man! We got a lot of fans here." You know, Carolina was one. When you go south in the winter time, you know, a lot of them like to take weekend trips. How about Florida back yeah. in the day, it felt like all 82 games were were away games. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like in their own building, 75 to 85 percent of all play or all fans were from the other team. Yeah. Yeah, well, Washington had another good Saber fan base, but I like what they're thinking. I don't know what. What do you think the outcome is going to be before we get out of here? What do you yeah, think? I think it's, possibly I think it's real tough. I I love that they're bringing it up because I hope that people you know read this and uh, try and find a better solution to sell those tickets. Maybe trying to sell them to friends here in Buffalo. Um, and I know they're not going to get the the same price tag for them, but. Uh, Man, it would be nice if our building was filled with Sabres fans when we played the Montreal Canadiens or the Toronto Maple Leafs. Wishful thinking. I, yep. I'm curious to see where this goes. That's that's one of the the one areas I, I ha- always have those games circled on the calendar every year for whatever reason. Sabre Leafs in Buffalo for the fan base, but also just for the rivalry. So now that the two teams are good, it'll be interesting to see because those tickets are going to be worth even more now. Yeah. You know, I will say good on good on the the Buffalo management or whoever's dealing with this stuff to at least talk about it, bring it up and try and find a a solution to to help that. So, what's well, a bad look? That. It's a bad look. Yeah. You know, like, Buffalo's not the only team that's in that situation. I didn't say it is, but we're talking so, specifically yeah. Buffalo, but I mean, you don't yeah. see many fans at Leaf games from road teams ever. Ever. Not at all. That's a wrap on another episode of After the Whistle. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, After the Whistle, and at Craig Reve 52 at the Instigator76. And you can find us, as you already know, on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else where you can get your podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to spread the word.